You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Probably hear oh, uh, We're on the blue chew. Can you hear? Check, on, check, check. On the blue chew. All right, Eric, we are uh, live in person. It's, right. been, it's been a moment. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. It's not, it hasn't been that long, right? I think it's been like a month and a half, two months. Maybe a month and a half. Yeah, I don't know. Time, time, is, time moves so fast now. I don't know. It feels like it was last week. Everyone. Doesn't, doesn't matter. We're playing Halo during daylight hours. Oh, yeah. Which is, I've never drank uh, at all, but I've also never, by virtue of that, never drank during the day. Is, this, is playing Halo like day drinking? It's not far off. <laughs> it's really not far off. It's it's a level of decadence that that uh, will only lead to bad things in your life. I've it's got, not. It would not come recommended by Jordan Peterson. I've got a friend who was a non-social cocaine user. Oh boy, is it like that? Oh boy, yeah. I he, didn't even know that was a type of person. He just did cocaine in his room by himself for days at a time. He would just binge cocaine by himself. Was he like he? Was he like a a, a Tarantino? Did he write like a full screenplay? He might have written a couple albums. All right. Well, then that's that's there's something romantic. People like that, you know. If you're if you're if you if the drugs are making you productive, then I think it's okay that it's not making. If he was just like sitting around doing cocaine and like watching X Files, that I would think not, there was some of that. I mean, it, actually, I think it was the majority of that. All right. Well, that's not good. Like the kind of guy who's probably sat through the wire twice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, here's the thing. Does the cocaine make it worse? Because I would sit through the wire and, and maybe maybe just eat french fries. You know, I've known people that have watched The Sopranos like four times. Yeah. How many seasons is that? Six. <laughs> and the sixth is really long. Listen. It's like 20-something episodes. <laughs> Listen. I don't want to disrespect our whole fucking audience, who I'm sure there's a lot of goddamn losers. But I, I, that's just, you got to confront yourself at that point. Am I wrong? Well, that's depression. It's depression. If you're sitting around watching 10 episodes in a row, yes. If you're watching one, two episodes at a time during your day. But don't you feel some obligation to bring new, new data into your life? Well, yeah. I mean, that's the... Every time I buy a movie that I've watched before, I go, why did I just do that? I'm fucking stupid. And I straight up, people can feel how they want about this. I will throw a book into a lake when I'm done with it. I'm never going to read it again. There's zero chance. I've read the same book twice, once in my life. I probably will do it one more time. But who has 16 hours or whatever the fuck to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this again. Yeah, no, nah, nah, well, well, you lost me with books immediately. I <laughs> yeah, okay, I understand. I'm reading great to you. For, reading a book for the first time is like, what are you doing? Um, but no, nah, I mean, I, I've rewatched. I've, I'll rewatch a movie. Uh, it's rare I'll rewatch a TV show because that's a commitment. I watched The Sopranos twice. First time was ten plus years ago. Second time was with another person. But were you both depressed? Probably, (laughs) yeah. Probably both instances. Yes, almost definitely. Um, If if I I caught you, I would kind of like to watch The Wire again. If I caught you watching The Sopranos now, would you want me to stop you and go, "Oh man, I think I think maybe you got to check yourself. You're a little fucked up." Here's the thing: this podcast, right? We're known for our hot takes. Is that true? I think so. I don't know. It's something we do. We're we're something. We're often heterodox. We're contrarian. Sopranos. I, it's not. It's not that good. It's good. It's a. It's a good show, but it's. It's not that good. I think the wire is way better. I don't have time for these, two thousand four takes of yours. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't give a shit about. But people shit. really on the dick of of Tony Soprano. Oh the last yeah, well years. he's daddy. But it, it's Him, not that good of a show. Listen, sometimes when I have my woman fantasies, I believe that I'm throating 
Tony Soprano, well, <laughs> Zelensky rails me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what the, uh, if you, if, if, if you should, if, if an alien's contact with human beings was only through Twitter, that's what they would, this, they, that would be part of the, the, the reproductive, uh, study would be apparently the, uh, the, 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 the female sex of the species, uh, enjoys big fat Italian man. And uh, and uh, uh, Eastern European comedian president. What about where does Jeff Gold is Jeff Goldblum in the closet jerking off? I'm trying to think of all the men that women call daddy that yeah, are he's just one of them. inexplicable. Yeah. Like you're like you Brendan don't actually Frazier. like this. You don't like this. Brendan Stop. Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Do men lie on the same level? Is is there like I guess Giselle Buchendel or whatever? Like <laughs> who the fuck is that? That's uh, uh, Sex Tom, Tom Brady's wife. Fuck. She's a model. She's very famous. I've this first time you said her name is the first time I heard of her. I think I might be confusing her last name with the concentration camp, but <laughs> Giselle Buchenwald. But but she is. Uh, she, she's listen. No disrespect to this woman who is. She's worth like a hundred million dollars from modeling, which, by the way, everybody, we've talked about that. That's not real. But the uh, she to me to my eye, right, as an independent thinker, right, J- just representing nobody but my own views, right. No, and just strictly, you know, coming from one perspective, just one voice here. She looks hella like a dude. Like strong, strong features that I don't find particularly attractive. Okay. So if somebody told me that they they were a big Giselle broken crystal knot fan, I might be like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But for the most part, I don't find men to lie about their tastes. I, women are definitely lying about wanting to be throated by Tony Soprano. Oh. I don't care how fucked up your upbringing is. I don't care how much of a dad thing you got going on. It's too much. I'm not buying it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What, you think that because women end up with men that look like Tony Soprano that they f- fucking fantasize <laughs> about them? Well, I don't think so. to it. I don't think so. No? Although, kudos to the women that are manifesting a Tony Soprano in anticipation of the fact that it's inevitable. We were talking about this earlier. We were talking about the, the, the soy face man. Oh right? yeah. This is a heavy topic. This, <laughs> we were talking about the, what is the origins of, of the soy face? And we don't mean the meme. We mean the actual phenotype. The, like the look of, of the soy, of the soy boy. But, but, but I think the, the meme plays into it also. Listen, well, I find it. I, I find the attraction to Tony Soprano fascinating because if you watch the show, he's the antithesis of the soy face. Yes, he's a like racist, yep. like abusive piece of shit, remorseless, daddy, horrible person. Oh, but we everyone calls him daddy. Listen, let's get <laughs> what's, to, what's happening. Let's get let's clarify our soy face conversation. Okay. So everybody, I don't, I'm not trying to get political here. I don't give a fuck if you are uh, like Mr. Soyface yourself. Uh, It's not like, uh, just focus on the facts. The uptight, maybe weasel-ish stickler for rules, uh, cultural conservative of the Ben Shapiro type that meme, let's say there's two dominant memes to come out of the last 10 years, which is that the right is this pedantic collection of people that the left is hesitant to call autistic, but knows are right. Cause they don't want to use, they don't want to wield autism as an insult, but they know that Ben Shapiro's fucking autistic, right? You know who else? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Why do we, why do, why do we hate the big, fact that this neurodivergent man wants to take over Twitter. It's a great question. We should be big up in him. Ableists. Anyway, sorry. So here's what I'm thinking. There's two dominant phenotypical memes, right? Just human beings that you can identify and say, oh shit, I know what this motherfucker is about, right? And that is pinched expression Ben Shapiro ass faces, right? And soy face guy. 
Are those correct? Do you agree that those are the dominant? If we if we could boil phenotypical trends down to meme human beings, does that seem accurate to you? Yeah, more or less. I can't think of. of I'm trying to think of count, uh, counter to your to your uh, thesis, but I can't. So let's go. We'll run with it. Yeah. Okay. So my belief is that the Ben Shapiro type person has always been with us. Oh yeah, yeah, and uptight conservative. Yeah, you ever see PCU? PCU before that, uh, Animal House. Animal House, sure. There is always this type of uh, identity has always been with us. Yeah. However, I struggle to think of soy face human being being represented in media. Okay. Prior to this moment. So is this a new type of human being? But are you talking specifically about the physical traits? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget the politics out of this for a second. But, but, I, but I want, like, politically, does the soy face guy exist? Who was he before then? Was, it, was he like a Greenpeace, like, simpering liberal? So, so here's the thing. I think, NPR guy? I think the idea of an establishment, an establishment liberal or a, or a corporate dem has been codified, but has existed for at least 30 years, right? But who was it? Uh, is it like the granola and No, 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 that's who a different person. That 100% that's a different person. Yeah. That person became yeah. the yeah. shit lib. Yeah. But, but it, see, I, I can't pick out a point in media, say, from the time of Animal House or PCU. Like, I don't, like that character of the shit lib, I don't remember. There was the party goers who, who there were the party dudes who just wanted to party on the uptight conservatives. Yeah, we'll call those we'll call them apolitical. <clears throat> so, but PCU had the had the social justice component. Yes, PC University. Right? Yes, That's but what it, but yeah. I don't recall in PCU any soy face guy. No, it was the it like was the, the it, dreadlocks uh, f- feminist yeah, stereotype. Blue hairs of the of the type. Yeah, the yeah. proto blue hairs. Yeah. Proto blue hairs. Okay, so. All right, let's break this down. Let's get smart. <laughs> That'd be a first rose. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So you asked about who, who was, who was, oh, who was the shit lib of the past? Yeah, I, I, I mean. Okay, so that's yeah. interesting because let's talk about, I've been frequenting uh, NPR spaces since I was in my early teens. Sure. I've told this podcast a number of times. I think the place I am most comfortable in life is a uh, very, everything is a wooden interior that's giving way to like too much traffic. So it's all like it's worn away. Co-op grocery store. That's what I'm the uh, hippies. Uh, Birkenstocks. <laughs> Cargo shorts. The whole thing. Yeah. That's where I'm most comfortable. Despite the fact that, like, I don't necessarily feel an intense uh, amount of crossover there, aside from, like, a vague concern for the environment and maybe some... Although I find those people to be typically vegetarians, not vegans, uh, let's say some animal rights or animal welfare uh, shared concerns. But normally, I I don't... Like, I don't vibe with them, right? But I, I feel comfortable there. I... NPR has been completely co-opted by a kind of uh, identity simping shit lib. You know what's even cr- just a quick aside. What's great with the craziest thing. I had this thought the other day. I would often get in my car when I lived in New York and I'd have NPR as like one of the preset stations. It's all I listened to for years. And I would get disappointed when Prairie Home Companion was on. Oh yeah. I because want the I, was, news. I was like, yeah, I was like, damn, like I wanted to, and when wait wait don't tell me comes on, I would veer into traffic. <laughs> but I like I, 
I, I would get disappointed yeah. that the regular NPR programming wasn't on. Yes. I had, I, I stopped, I full stopped listening to it. You were the last man standing. I was, I really was. You tried for a long I time. I really tried, but the Ukraine shit pushed me over the edge, man. Yeah, yeah. They were begging, they would have fucking State Department people on. They'd be like, so when do the nukes drop? When do we, when do we get serious about this? When do we impose the no-fly zone? I was like, stop, stop. I was like screaming at my phone. I was like, it's seven in the morning. I can't be doing it. This is like driving me crazy. They're like, what, what about a no-fly zone? Is that really an act of aggression? Russia says it is, and maybe they would use nukes, but I don't know. Maybe we should do it. I was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. When a State Department guy is like, oh, we need to maybe put that on ice for a minute. Whoa. Yeah. The Pentagon guy said you need to chill with your warmongering. Yeah, legitimate war profiteers are saying, hey, 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 let's be reasonable. <laughs> so, yeah, NPR <laughs> is, oh, God. It's, it's, yeah. Anyway. So. Shit lip. Origins of the shit. So the person that may have been a proper counterculture Subaru granola person, the updated version of that, so like the person who is under 40, right? That person is no longer in that hippie mode. They are in the corporate cocksucker mode. That's, that's what that person has trans, transmogrified into. But where... Did Soy Man come from? <laughs> I don't know, man. It is sort of confounding. Where, where, so I think if we trace the politics of Soy Man, we can find his origins, right? Because you, you, the initial focus was just on yeah. So here's his the physical appearance of the. Uh, how would we describe him? Unkempt beard. Doughy, yeah, doughy. Looks you can see in his eyes that he can't fuck. Can't fuck. Yeah. I mean, look. Let, let's. Uh, I meet a lot of our listeners on tour. It's not like they're athletes. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so I'm not. I, I, look, I'm not trying to slam on anybody's fucking weight, but what I'm saying is, there is a celeb, like not a celebration, a a tacit acceptance of slovenly shit going on. In the soy face meme. For everybody that doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about, just look up soy face meme. It, it's a, it, and then realize that, holy shit, like a third of the people I encounter online look like this. But our, my grandfather's generation, I bet that he never met soy man. He never met the same type of human being. I guarantee it. So where does he come from? I bet my grandfather might have actually. He was a uh, New York City police detective, so I bet he was like, when he was like pulling pedos out of like a fucking uh, child brothel, he was probably like, he was probably like, oh, oh, okay, this is where the, I've never seen this type of man before, but here he is. So you're saying soy face guy is, you're saying he's, he's, his proto version of himself is pedo? I think that's the only, it's just like, <laughs> like, like, ask yourself in movies. Okay. Because I'm going by mass media. Yeah. And maybe it's unfair because I never saw like a black lady with no legs in uh, Animal House. You know what I mean? So like maybe maybe these points of reference are broken. That's possible. But where would you see a man shaped with the same type of beard, with the same type of greasy ass face? Where would you see that depict? Uh, how would you see that man depicted? Maybe he's in like the a, rare instances that they would be. Maybe he's like a nerd. I think like the guy. Uh, yeah, like maybe. A comic a book kid yeah, or yeah, shit, maybe, you know? maybe. I mean, look. No, I mean, yeah. Going back to what you said before about like, listen, I'm not in the best shape. Like, I got, I got I, a tummy. I look I terrible. Got, I got a beard. You know, mine is kempt. I think I keep it neat. You know, I don't think I'm a soy face, but at one time I probably was. But I don't even know if it was a, when I was when I looked like that guy. I don't think Soyface was a was a, non, a part of our nomenclature yet. No. Uh, and then I think once it became, I was like, oh boy, I better clean up my, myself here, maybe. But put, put all that away. Um, to me, if we're talking about the politics, we're not we're not quite there on the on the on the looks necessarily, but. I mean, it's a combination of two things, right? It's a combination of, of the politics and the, and, the, and, and the way in which they present themselves to the world. Uh, 
the nucleus of the, the the politics of the soy face i think is is like you have to be a like a true simp like you don't have a lot of self respect right to adopt that typically the political stripes that are associated with the soy guy uh it's a lot of self-flagellation. It's a lot of I am the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Maybe that's the only way that they can be the main character is by being the problem. Is that possible? Maybe. That could be. Uh, but it's interesting. I mean, it kind of – if there's that amount of self-flagellation on that uh, within that person's personality, right? As in I'm a piece of shit. I have no uh, – you know. Well, I, I'm a piece of shit, but I'm also superior. Because I know I'm a piece of shit. You know what it is? That's like that's like the essence of pick me mentality. Hmm. I mean, it's 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 because I know myself as the villain. Mm-hmm. That therefore, in and of that, it makes me the hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've I've identified the villain in me, and I've chosen to reject him, and all those things, you know. You, what do you ever want to call it? Patriarchy, masculinity, toxic masculinity. They're the inverse, right? No muscles. Sure. No, yes. n- nothing about. Yeah, it's the anti-Chad. It's, it's anti-Chad. It's, it's the, I reject uh, th- this thing that is so toxic and, and evil. Uh, and I reject it so much that I'll insulate myself in literal blubber to, to, protect myself from things like muscles or getting pussy like but is that what's going on no because we have to acknowledge that some of these this person i don't think is i think they might get pussy okay on a technicality (laughs) and here's what i'm gonna say i'm not i'm not here to this is not hot or not i'm not here to fucking judge anybody's looks right this Mm. is not really what's going on but I will say that I think that there is a, a, a an SSRI uh, love pod that people exist within. Is that fair? Yeah. Like sad codependent human beings who are uh, strung out on social media and SSRIs and cannot get ahead in large part because they can't get out of their own fucking way. Mm. They reject things that like, like, let's say, well, getting ahead is unethical. Exactly. Like getting ahead under capitalism. Couldn't be me. That's so many people. man. (laughs) You're going to die unhappy. It's like, yo, who are you punishing themselves? Because they're the villains. But here's the thing. It's so crazy to think that there is this, Entity called capitalism who notices what you do and goes, oh, I'm so fucking mad at Eric. He won't do what I want him to do. But, and also the notion of you can look at any other system in which human beings have lived under and the same inequalities have manifested. Oh, well, forget all that. <laughs> I mean, listen, let's not be, <laughs> let's, let's not be sane. I'm just saying, like, it's, so this is the thing. I don't even want to get into politics because by slamming soy face guy, you and I sound right wing. Well, yeah. We just sound like, like a, a certain way, but it's like, uh, uh, yeah, we don't want to shit on soy face too much. Cause we'll, yeah, we'll sound like, here's the problem yeah. is that the person who, the person who might be wandering into this podcast and hears us slamming soy face guy is going to go, Oh, I know everything I need to know about these two fellas. Right. But I will happily slam any fucking whatever the right version of identity is, right? Like whatever that corny human being is, I'll happily slam that person too. But the problem that I'm coming up against is do we have a new version? Oh, you know what? Maybe the closest we can come to that is an already dead stereotype, which is the hotep. Wait. I'm talking about new human beings. Mm. I'm saying that soy man is a new human being that did not exist 35 years ago. 
Well, hold on. Let me give you perspective. Do you do you believe that the average American's body has changed over the last 60 years? Oh, yeah. Correct. So it's not crazy to imagine that due to a number of things, including nutrition, including like lifestyle, maybe even shit like, oh, uh, if, if you told me that, uh, hey, uh, people, uh, people of a certain uh, uh, ethnic origin uh, seem to be reproducing more than group X. Like if you told me Greeks were reproducing uh, more than Poles, that could also influence how people look, right? Like if, so there's a whole bunch of shit that, okay, this, is this a new human being? And the, I would say that the soy face man is a new human being. Um, I think, okay. I think I've narrowed it down. I think what, it's not so much that they're a new human being. I think the notion of, I need to stand on my own chest for the good of other people is new. I think you're making this. I'm talking about if we <laughs> if we took out uh, like uh, what, calipers and measured these people's skulls. <laughs> I'm talking about a different thing. You keep making it about politics because I, I don't think that's. I don't think you can separate the two necessarily because I think part of this, re- like the the political essence of it, in which you reject the bad things about yourself. See, see, things that you decide are bad. I eat, Eric, what does this change the shape of a man's face? Yes. Okay. All right. Go on then. I'm, Be, I'm listening. It does because if perhaps they cared about themselves or didn't hate themselves so much. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Perhaps they would. Yes. Okay. Perhaps they would shave the weird beard. Perhaps they'd shave the weird beard or perhaps they'd. I don't know. Yeah, I don't listen. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can separate the two. Because, I listen, there's always been doughy people with bad beards. But I don't think they hated themselves as much. I think that was just... I think they, they had a greater acceptance of who they were. Okay. And I think they also had a desire to succeed in some way. Okay. Until recently. Until until the world until a part of the world told them that they were so awful. Yeah. Previously, if you were a doughy guy, you became uh, like the boss at a factory, or you owned a pizzeria, or you just worked at a desk job. You're yeah, not, maybe you worked a desk job. Not on your feet a lot. You got fat. Yeah, but Happens. I'm saying like, I'm saying like, there is okay. So, the most successful men I know are short as fuck. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's because the world counts you out of certain circumstances and you've got to work extra hard to get ahead. So you bust your ass and you do that, right? You also, you sneak on, you, because you're so short, you fly under the radar. That's possible too. Yeah. People underestimate you. People, and, and meanwhile, while they're, while they're looking down on you, you're making money moves. Yeah, you're achieving. Yeah, you're, you're fucking stacking. Right, you're not, you're not uh, moving in silence. You're uh, moving around people's knees. Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. If that... There's a reason the leprechaun got the pot of gold. Because he's mad fucking shit. He's a short king. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so here's my point, though. Short king spring. If, did that ever fly? Did that go off? Mm. Do you think anybody's out, actually out here dating based on that sort of shit? I mean. Do you think somebody is so meme-brained? Yes. <laughs> oh, I really do. Wow. I really do. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say that the post uh, machine gun Kelly, like, oh, I'm just so turned on by skinny drug addict looking skater boys. Yeah. That should speak to the fact that, like, you know, you are, you, you've been captured by, by social media. Like, your brain is no longer your own. That's come, that's the, the, the skater guy affinity, I think, is coming towards its end. What if the same woman was with Stranger Things dad bod? A trend. I mean, listen, the dad bod thing benefits me. Uh, sure, but what if, what if five years ago they were with, they were with dad bod and are now with fake skater? Oh, they are. I see memes about fucking skaters. You know how low that is. <laughs> they are. They are for sure. Yes. What is the equivalent of sleeping with a skate a skater if you are? 
a man? Uh, hmm. Hetero man, what is the equivalent? Of, of, a, sk- of a skater guy? Is that like bag lady? <laughs> like I, I dream about fucking bag ladies? It might, it might... <laughs> What do you mean by bag? What do you mean like a like like a homeless lady that's got oh. a cart and shit? <laughs> no, it might be uh, it might be like like, like Jug- juggalette. I mean, look, we've 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 gotten away from from our initial. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, uh, your hypothesis is as people uh, kind of absorbed social media's version of identity politics they took on the role of of self-hating self-hating i guess white right because soy soy face guy is always white yeah predominantly so i mean look it's it's yes i think that's it i think that's it because the i think the black version of soy face is more traditional anime guy yeah like he looks kind of pudgy in that same way, but he's not—he's not yelling at you online. I've never seen that. You've seen—you've seen. Eric's taking his time with this one. He's seen one or two. Okay, I've seen it. All right, but but here's the thing. I I think I I think that has to be it because in the way that identity politics has really overtaken the younger generation and has really spread on the internet in the last five or so years. Right. The thesis of that whole thing is that white hetero men Hmm. are the dominant evil. Right. So if you are a white hetero man and you're buying into that narrative, it comes with an amount of of self-flagellation and a hatred for what you are. Right. And I think that manifests in the way in which you look to some degree. So I think it was who who was the model who got really big who said that because she had been so sexualized that she wanted to protect herself from that so she put on like 65 pounds and and was just said that she wanted it, like literal physical insulation from being uh, sexualized in any way or sexually exploited in any way i forget what model it was at any rate <clears throat> do you think that's what's going on like I want, like I'm soy guy. I want protection from being confused, from potentially being confused with a like a white guy that doesn't hate himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think it's listen. I think a lot of the identity politics stuff is is fear, right? I think people buy into it because they are legitimately afraid. Of uh, being called a racist, sure. being called a, a misogynist. Everybody, you should try it at least once. What? Getting called these things. You don't die. I, I assure you, I get called them, and I, I do not die. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. It, it, people are very afraid. I, I think that explains a lot of things about about our current. Uh, about the, uh, I just think it. I think I think that f- fear is accounts for a lot. You want to get. You want to stay. F- you want to. Well, we haven't been funny. You want to get funny, or do you want to get serious? You probably get funny. Okay. <laughs> What do you got for me then? Because I've got one serious thought, but we don't got to do it today. 
No, I mean, we can do it. I mean, it's fine. I mean, uh, you know, there's, listen, I like this because the, there's nothing, the news is, we're in a dead zone. Mm. All we, people can find the, 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 the strength to muster to talk about is, is Elon. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> with the Elon thing, everybody, uh, with very, with one Google, you can see all of the billionaires that own major media outlets. Uh, this is not new. Bezos owns Washington Post. Bezos owns Washington Post. Hold on. That's the most obvious one because people know Bezos. Let's, uh, but they also don't give a fuck about newspapers. Uh, they all give a fuck about Twitter. That's correct, yes. Uh, let's see. John Henry uh, owns the Boston Globe. Uh, Sheldon uh, uh, Adelson uh, owns uh, the Las Vegas Review Journal, which he paid a lot of money for. Fuck, he's a, he's worth thirty four billion. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lorraine Jobs owns the Atlantic. Is that Steve Jobs' wife or something? No. Nope. Uh, Patrick uh, Kinlan. Soon, <laughs> Patrick Kinlan owns the Los Angeles Times. Paid five hundred million. And uh, Mark Beninoff owns uh, Time Magazine for a hundred and ninety million. Oh my God! I wouldn't. I truly. I wouldn't trade my used laptop for fucking <laughs> Time Magazine. I, I might. I, if oh. if I had no toilet paper, I think I'd take a Time Magazine. Yes, that's correct. Plug this in for me, please. It's a crisis. Um. So. This is all to say that, like, our uh, Elon anxieties are uh, hypocritical. It's funny because these men uh, have an exorbitant amount of wealth also. Don't count Lorraine out. And also own uh, spheres of, of, of certain influence. Yes. But I don't see as many people talking about cutting their heads off. No, so, okay, let's talk about... Interesting. T- interesting that, uh, that fucking... Uh, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are literal psyops that you morons keep fucking... Because think about it. It's just like, well, let's say Democrats and fucking uh, Republicans. It's just people love to create a team mentality binary where I'm for one, I'm against the other. They need a Thanos. They... They need one rule to... Or one ring to rule them all is what they need. They need a Sauron. I mean, I mean... It. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of the, there's there's crying about how he's you know it's a purely self interest and he plans to just use Twitter to inflate his you know his own wealth and things like that. Yeah, that is why you buy things. That is typically why you buy things. I would also just mention he is the richest man in the world. Yeah. Is that his only motive? To become the even more richest man in the world? Oh, well, look, one of two things. We would have to believe that he's, uh, I mean. People just think he's trolling and he doesn't actually want it. I mean, God bless. But here's what I would say. uh, Motivations. Uh, He's a troll. Okay. Believable enough. If I had money, I'd be the biggest fucking troll imaginable. You know, I would I would be a deranged person. Yeah, no, I know. You'd be the Joker. I, w- I would go up to people and say like, "Oh, hey, I I, uh, I noticed that you're uh, you're real big on this one social uh, topic online. I'm gonna give you 500 U.S. dollars to say the exact opposite online today, all day. Will you do it? No, one thousand. One thousand. Will you no. do it? Ten thousand, but you got to use the N word. <laughs> Uh, and they, they all indecent proposal. They all cave. They all give in. Everybody, fuck. I would be the dude. Everybody who doesn't, if you're younger than fucking thirty five, you probably don't even know who Larry Flint is. Uh, Larry Flint, uh, publisher, uh, pornographer, uh, by trafficker. No, I don't think he ever got hit with that. But he, uh, he is. Or was rather uh, also a free speech advocate uh, that went to court many times. Uh, he he died on a cross for you people, and he would often do this thing where he would offer big money for evidence of politicians being total hypocrites on 
let's call them, uh, uh, it was, I guess, social issues, what, what, moral crusade shit, right? So he'd say, $100,000 if you can prove this guy cheats on his wife. Can you imagine having a bounty on your head to, in regards to if you're a good person or not? He did that before anybody. I would, if I was Elon, I would do that every day. I would have secret police. I would, I would hire my, I would hire my own, I would have an army of Pinkertons who their job is if, when you tweet on me bad was to find a photo of you and post that photo immediately of you looking like a fucking miserable, ugly turd with no money. That would be my reply. I'd say, hold on. Everything would take an hour, right? I wouldn't reply to anybody for an hour. And then my army of Pinkertons would give me. (laughs) A photo of that person looking like a broke bag of shit. <laughs> and, and then I would, that would be my reply every single time. I would be the Joker, I, without yeah, question. Yeah. So anybody, it's not inconceivable that Elon is uh, a troll that is just like a little bit more high-minded and th- than I am. But, okay, troll. Uh, second uh, idea here is that he's uh, trying to increase his wealth. Well, uh, for what it's worth... He'll make a few hundred million on this. He's a billionaire. I don't understand why people think that this is priority one for him. He'll also lose a considerable. He might if he were if this purchase were to go forward. Would he? I think he might lose his status as the richest man in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he would spend billions on a thing that's so he. It would still be only a quarter of his wealth. For anybody that doesn't understand, uh, he hit them with an offer that is well above market. Yeah. And it is unlikely, even after a stock pump, which is inevitable after his purchase, it is unlikely that it would stay at that level for any length of time. So this is all to say that, yes, he would likely lose money on this product, which seems to be dying because Twitter use has flatlined in the United States. So does he, is it money that he's after? Maybe. Is he after influence? Okay, well, that's conceivable, right? Like people said uh, Jeff Bezos uh, purchasing the Washington Post was going to be an effort to clean up all Amazon-related uh, nefarious shit, right? From the, so, okay, possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. And certainly, for what it's worth, there's nobody in the sound of my voice where if they had influence over a situation to not be maligned all day or to have their perspective put out into the world in a glowing way, that they would not take advantage of it. So... Entirely possible. Third or fourth option is that he actually is a tireless free speech advocate. That one strikes me as odd because this still feels like a whim to me then because I've never heard him die on this hill before. No, me either. And like what, how, how like maybe he'll let Trump back on the platform, but is he going to, you know, what if I make a, a Tesla union account? Good question. Am I allowed? Yeah, almost certainly. But you think? Yes, definitely. Mm. But uh, I the the Trump thing is the real thrust of what's going on here. Does anybody actually think that Elon is going to shape Twitter more than the board? Okay, hold on. Actually, let me ask a more intelligent question. I think Trump coming back is inevitable. Yes, as do I. I I mean, if he runs for president of the United States and he's not allowed on the platform, I think that, honestly, I think lawmakers break up Twitter. Because there is... Turn it into some kind of public utility. There is no way you can justify it. It's insane. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's it's truly crazy to be like, oh, yeah... uh, we have taken uh, the person that we need to hear from off of this platform, which, by the way, let's talk about that. The meme going on, which is uh, they're a, they're a uh, company that can do what they want, right? Sure. Has been going on. But it's like, oh, what about what about now? Yeah. Right? So, And it, the, the rhetoric was, if you don't like it, you, you don't have to use it. It's like, true. Cool. If you don't like this, you also don't have to use it. Fact. Which it's, it's, I, I, I mean, that kind of blows my mind a little bit in the sense of like, you do know if, because it seems like the people that mostly have a problem with this, with the, the Elon takeover are a lot of the blue checks. Yeah. Right. A lot of the people that work for the, the, the larger institution, uh, media, public, uh, um, uh, journalists, newspapers, et cetera. These are the people that are upset about this. 
you do know that you we like their influence is not for nothing. You could bounce. Yeah. Why don't you all bounce and go to some other thing and legitimize that as a platform in a sense, you know, as an outlet, right? As or as a place to receive news. Go to Gab. Go to Parlor. Oh wait, you can't. You're scared. I you know, you can, I, but you I don't know why. There. They can go there. We why are they scared? Well, Here's what they're scared. It doesn't even have, it could be any platform. No, no, it doesn't listen. have to be the ones they shat on already. They're scared of their of losing their influence. That's all it is. But I think they still have it. No, no, no. If if these media types are trumped, if they can't be on the public square, which is now Twitter. Which by the way, everybody, when I refer to Twitter as the public square, it's a very small percentage of Americans that are actually on Twitter. However, everybody who Americans go to for news, go to for uh, uh, even medical advice, they are all on Twitter. Joe Rogan. Is it, <laughs> Joe Rogan, that's where I go well, to. Also, it's worth saying that Twitter is not a, a – it's not specifically American. It's a, That's true. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people use Twitter in different ways. Um, Russian bots. Mm, uh <sighs> You know, but see, I think that those people still wield a large amount of social clout where I think if they if they up and left and went to another platform, I think that platform would all even if it was just a Twitter clone or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what form exactly it takes. But if suddenly all of those institutional types move to another thing, I think that other thing would at least get kind of big, maybe not as big as Twitter is in its current form, but Perhaps a rival, but I, it would not be good. It would be expressly bad <laughs> yeah. because it would just atomize and, and echo chamber even further. All true. We're supposed to talk to each other. Yeah, I mean, look, I said it before. The, the death of the American worksite is going to be truly... Uh, detrimental to uh, our ability to interface with each other. It's going to be really bad. Uh, But I don't know if Twitter can ever replace it, right? Because it's, if you and I are having a conversation, let's say, what's our job? uh, Let's say Blue Chew Call Center. Mm. So we're at the Blue, we're at the Blue Chew Call Center. You and I are fielding like, Oh, Hey, I've had an erection for two days. Well, sir, how many Blue Chew did you have? Whatever, we're taking those phone calls. And there is somebody in our office that we think is lame. We don't agree with them, right? Soy face. So, for example. Or let's go the other way because we've battered soy face too yeah, much. Right. He's, uh, he's look, yeah. Q, uh, QAnon. Let's go with the guy in my mother's office who uh, thought that the other employees were putting lice on his chair so he would use uh, de-lousing powder on his chair every day. And ran a anti-Muslim blog from his uh, uh, seat at the uh, state. Which, by the way, everyone, get a job. work. If you have no sort of direction in your life, get a job working for the state. You can't be fired. You can run an anti-Muslim blog from your fucking... uh, You can throw a de-lousing agent in your boss's face. So, here's the deal. Let's say it's that guy. And you and I are like, damn, this... You know, I know a couple of Muslims. They seem all right. This guy's a real tightwad. This yeah. guy's a real, he's a, he's a, what do you call it when somebody's a, he's a. Uh, you need to give me a little more. No, no, no. When somebody's a real jerk, you know, he, this guy's a real jerk. He, he's, what is the word? It's an old timey word I'm looking for. What the fuck what is, is wrong what with is, you? What is the old timey word I'm looking for? Old timey yeah, word. Yeah, like when somebody's a jerk. It's not tightwad means you're cheap. What? What is the? What? It, but it's like that. It's a hyphen sort of. What is that? He's a real. He's a real twenty three skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> what old timey word are we talking about? Ignoramus? No. No. He's a whatever. We'll go with he's a real jerk. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, he's a jerk off. He's a real. No, no, no. He's a real. It's more old timey than that. We're sent. He's a real jerk. Okay. Uh, he's a real kraut. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> He's a, so we don't like this fella. Yeah, but we got to interact with him. We got to work with him. Yeah, all right. And 
you're having a nice conversation at the water cooler. You're talking about last night's episode of uh, Lost, right? And, and he j- and he jumps in and he sa- and he says, "I hate all the pandering to the Muslims on that show." And like, we're like, like oh "Bill, my God. Is- <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man." Yeah, I, did, I didn't. You know what? I didn't really see that on the show. Uh, I fell didn't pick up on that. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, "No, they're they're. This is how they do it. They it's called normalization. They just keep having Muslim stuff on the show." And we're like, "I don't. Is there even a Muslim on the show, Bill? What are you talking about?" And like, so it's like this right but you and i unlike twitter we we can walk away from this fella or just yeah. be like bill come on tone it down with the muslim shit yeah or uh we're gonna go out for drinks later don't tell bill yeah <laughs> exactly that's the thing but can we but we don't organize everyone around us to shout down and bully bill no we don't put a bullet in his head but but what i'm saying is twitter is this thing where it can't replace a normal human interaction because there is a natural inclination to pile on, right? Yeah, well, because you don't when you when you engage in <clears throat> when you engage in a, in a negative spirit with anybody, there's an anxiety and a fear and a and a, and a sort of uh, trepidation that comes with that because you have to you have to see what you're doing to the other person. Yes, and it doesn't feel good for them. And it doesn't feel good for you to to have to attack. But when you're sitting behind a computer screen. It feels lit. It feels pretty lit, I guess. You're drinking a Baja Blast. Because they can't smack back. And you don't have to see exactly what you're doing to them. It's also when when your people, whether it's ideological or just an interest in, uh, you know, uh, what's what's the K-pop. What, regardless of what it is, if you can get your people to jump onto this other person, if you can signal that, hey, there's a green light on this idiot, we're going to hurt him. That's not a thing that happens outside of prison, right? That doesn't exist in spaces except for these made up social media spaces. Maybe, literal maybe, maybe gangs. Lynch mobs, gangs, prison. Places that we don't want to associate ourselves with, right? Typically not, yeah. You want to so, get through life without those things. Right. So, like... We can't replace normal interactions with Twitter. I'm glad that the majority of Americans do not attempt to. However, there is this chamber. I won't call it an echo chamber because these people do get pushback, but... I guess it is an echo chamber in the respect that the pushback that they receive is the pushback that they intend to receive. Yeah. So when you have the elites, and I don't mean the billionaires, I mean the what we'll call coastal elites in the in the fucking Fox News sense of the word. When you have your media figures and the the barnacles that attach themselves to them. When they are all in the same space, shooting hive mind style ideas into the void, waiting for the feedback from the exact person that they hope validates their premise, right? So like if I say uh, racism is, uh, is an affront to an to, to a, a educated society, uh, we need to uh, jump on this in our schools, blah, blah. And the person that responds to me is, you know, uh, a Captain, a Captain White Pride of Kekistan and, and has like the American flag. Like if that's the person that jumps on me and says, you, you would say that, you dickless soy boy. Then me, I can say, look here, right? My position is justified. The dumbest living person just challenged me on this. And none of my friends challenged me on this obvious statement that nobody would challenge, right? So, like, the point is, when you have this media ecosystem online, it would be good. I mean, I just, uh, when I was listening to Fifth Column today, I thought that, uh, Camille said something smart. He said, I'm struggling to steel man the argument against Elon. Yeah. Now, this is a guy who attempts to at least, even if he comes in with a bias, 
or his own thoughts, those are the same thing often, he still will effort, make an effort to say, this is what I believe these other people are saying, and he does it in good faith. But he can't find that for this, and neither can I. I struggled. Well, I, look, I think th- that their, uh, their gripe with Elon owning Twitter, for whatever reason— Is I don't like Elon? Well, it might be that like I don't like this person, but I think if if we're gonna if we're gonna presume it's deeper than that, I think it comes from the overall notion of I have a problem with a very wealthy man controlling this apparatus. Totally fair, unless you, but you got to keep that same energy. Exactly. So that that, but that's what I mean. It's like okay, I think that I think that yeah, as you said, totally fair. But yeah, but but why aren't we concerned about who owns it right now? Uh, why aren't you railing against Pelosi every day? Why aren't you railing against? I mean, but here, hold on. Here's a, here's a. This fun- is it's a rare instance where I would get in like my actual uh, when it comes to things like speech. I guess in a sense, I'm I'm an anarchist in a sense because it's like the only true way because the argument is between private entity or government utility. I, I, in my opinion, same, same. Someone controls it. Listen, I, when I say this, people get so mad. When something is, when something is as big as a government, you have to treat it like a government. Full stop. That's it. Sure, but but whether or not the elected president appoints someone to oversee Twitter or like mm-hmm. an FCC style body, yep, or it's owned by fucking Dick Fabian who yep. has one hundred fifty billion dollars. Same, 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 same. Some fuckface controls where you're allowed to express yourself well, and gives you the terms in which you can. Well, let's talk about it for a second. When we're like, "Uh oh, Elon Musk might own this thing." That's so scary because he's rich, man. Who do you think the people that are invested in fucking Twitter right now are? You think they're broke? Right. You think well, they're but, retail investors? But we've talked about this forever. But now suddenly they care. Because it's a guy that they don't like or that they see hey. as oppositional to their worldview or whatever is affecting their influence. And now they're upset about it. They weren't upset about it before because they were very ha- they were pretty able to bully Jack. Jack whatever his fuck his name is. Dorsey. Dorsey. There you go. They were able to sort of bully that dude into letting them kind of run the show a little bit. In a sense, right? Now they don't like it anymore. And it's like, it's to me, it's not about Elon. It's not about Dick Fabian. It's not about Bezos or, or whoever Trump appoints or who Biden appoints to run this thing. It's the fact that people can run it at all other than administrators that adhere to a constitutional style thing that just says, hey, as long as you're not harassing someone or issuing threats of, of direct violence, you get to say whatever the fuck you want. But you do have to acknowledge that that sort of style of governance over a thing like this is not exactly conducive to, to, to profit making. Because if, if a site like that is, is uh, I mean, you can look at, you could model it off like Reddit, right? Reddit has a white power subreddit. It is NSF, or maybe they don't anymore. I'm going to end- used to, it was, it, used, it was NSFW, whatever, not safe for work. Uh, it was hidden unless you wanted access to it, right? You could do something like that, I guess, right? To hide the the more offensive things. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this right now. Okay. Here's the top stockholders in Twitter. Are you ready? Let's go. The Vanguard Group. It's an investment company famously known for owning uh, majority shares in Pfizer. Oh boy. Uh, Elon Musk, number two. <clears throat> Morgan Stanley, number three. Wait, Musk already is he's already Yeah, my understanding is the Vanguard Group uh like the, the Vanguard Group. Yeah. Doesn't that just sound like villainy? Uh oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um It's like bad writing. They own 10%. They own um, 10. Elon owns what? I didn't know nine. Elon was already in, in Yeah. All, wait, but is that recent his 9%? Yes. yes. So that's like as he, of He's got 9.2 as of like a week ago. Yes, and BlackRock's got 10. Or pardon me, Vanguard. Uh, BlackRock comes in at number four. These are, see. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. This is why anybody that has a problem with Elon Musk 
owning Twitter, even if you bought it outright. When you look at the—for people that don't know, just look at the Vanguard group, look at BlackRock, and tell me that Elon Musk is more evil. We got to chill because we're going to get assassinated. (laughs) You can't do any amount of research on the BlackRock group and be aghast. (laughs) Oh, yo. We're going to get assassinated. You have to change the conversation. They own 6.5% of it. So like, Say no more other than we said what they are, we're, that they exist. Yeah. People, you gotta, I don't want to, the sniper dots are flying through the room right now. Yes, you use your VPN. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's a totally. So can you yeah. imagine sitting around going, this is a threat to democracy if Elon takes it over? The fact that he wants less content moderation. Holy fuck. (laughs) Yo, uh, 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 this is all you would have to show somebody with a brain. I mean, we have to look, we've been doing this podcast a long time. We have to acknowledge that there's a type of person. It used to just be a pop culture person, right? They didn't so much care about social issues or, or, or politics, but they do now. And they just have buzz brain. And yes. they just attach to buzz. Yes. Elon bad? I read Elon bad. Bad. Twitter. He wants Twitter bad. Where where clout? Mad Elon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Precisely. Inoffensive. Uh, the political uh, uh, opinion. Elon bad. Yay. I get the likes when I say that. Yay. People like me. Yo, We'll go to overtime after this. Yes. I saw somebody who made their career on Twitter the other day have a weird, honest moment where they said, I kind of miss having clout, but it might be for the better. Wow. And then they shot themselves in the head. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, uh, What's the the fella's name that shot himself on TV? Oh, wow. Fuck, I forget. Buzz? I mean, Buzz? I Whatever the fuck his name is. Um, but. Bud Dwyer. Bud Dwyer, thank you. How. How, like. Uh, you can get too real on Maine. And you know what I mean? Where you can be like, I miss when total strangers would validate my. By, by hitting a button. Yeah. It flashed red to tell me that I was I was legitimate and deserved love. Yo, can we say something? If you're an active Twitter user and you have a partner, they should leave you because you, what you're signaling is that you were unfulfilled. Is that fair? To some degree, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, if I I would. My total wealth that I have in the bank right now, I would definitely spend a quarter of it to take over Twitter and erase it from existence. <laughs> yeah, that's, Absolutely. That's the same. I would like to uh, make the people that work there who are treating me owning it as though it's more evil than BlackRock owning it. I would, I, I, I would I, like to pay to have them uh, live on the street. I would I would have a struggle session with them in a boardroom, and I'd say, uh, "You like working here?" And, and they'd say, "Well, you know, I did, and and I'm a little concerned about the current change in ownership." And I go, "Okay, okay, all right, you know, that's fair. Listen, I don't take offense to that. That's fair. Do you want to? Do you? I assume you'd like to keep your job, right? And we don't want to change, you know, too much. You know, it's, it's as far as your day to day goes, you'll have the same duties and stuff." Um, we don't have it in the budget right now exactly for any kind of raise, but you, you like your job, right? You want to keep it? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've, I've, I've really loved my job. It's given me a lot of uh, self-worth. It's, it, 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 I like the people that I work with. It, I like the environment and everything. I would, I would like to keep my job. I say, okay, okay. You can keep your job. You can keep your job. You got uh, to wear a clown suit for the rest of your, your duration. <laughs> See, I would go the other way. I'd call them and I'd say, so uh, my understanding based on your tweets is that I'm the bad guy. And they'd say, they, you know, they'd put on a brave face, you know, and they'd say, I don't agree with your politics. I think you're a danger. A danger. And I'd say, okay, um, you know what? Agree to disagree. Here's a million dollars. And then this guy would come in holding a baby. My butler would come in holding a baby. And I would say, 
That's how poor we are. Our idea of wealth is having a butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very old school. It's, it's throwback style. I would say for $1 million as your severance, you have to spike this baby like, <laughs> like a football. We, uh, 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 there's no cameras in here and this baby is an orphan. Uh, I assure you, you'll never be prosecuted. It's going, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 needs its mother. Needs its mother. T- taken immediately off of the refugee mother. I'd say <laughs> one million. I'd say I can either let you go right now or you can keep your job, have this one million dollars, but you have to spike this baby like a football. So you ever see the, the WWE segment where Snitsky punched the baby into the crowd? I need you to do that. <laughs> I need you to be Snitsky. Will Will you do that for a million dollars? And then when they go, yeah, I'll go. And will you do it for seven hundred thousand? <laughs> and then I'll just keep bringing it down until I get them to spike a baby for a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, every time they say yes, it goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, everybody, thank you for joining us. We're, we'll kick it over to overtime. Uh, but yeah, you know where to get us. Uh, if you want to continue listening to this episode, go to patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Uh, you go there, you pay a little money, you get a bunch of bonus episodes. Uh, at WP Timeline on Twitter, if you want to yell at us for our terrible, horrible, um, uh, offensive uh, heterodox views for our wrong think, as you will. You can go there. Why are you? Why are you painting us like we're the <laughs> we're the bad boys of? <laughs> we are the bad boys. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we're very milk toast. We're probably, pre- and I mean, in the scheme of things, we're milk toast. But to a lot of people, that milk toastness is the height of uh, of toxicity. Oh, of my city. Of my, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, at WP Time on Twitter. Uh, 205-509-9785 The next episode Because A little inside baseball here Pat, Pat is uh, he's, he's been convicted And he's going to the, uh, the land of convicts Which is Australia Where I'm, my sentence is Making love to my beautiful girlfriend He's going to be traveling so we're, we're, But he's in town for a minute So we're going to stack some The next episode It's going to be all messages It's going to be all rub maps the next one after this one. Uh, so 205-509-9785, leave some messages. We have a ton banked, but leave some more. Why not? Pile it on. Uh, and then worst possible time on at gmail.com. If you wanna if you wanna either offer us a job in radio or inform us that uh, we are we're doing the work of the Kremlin. You, that's where those are the main two emails we've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, those are the emails. Uh, let's go there, and uh, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Overtime in three, two, one. It is now twenty twenty four, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcasts favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you